be tenacious. As a parent, just continue to drive forward. Don't let things get to you. Don't become depressed. Don't become overwhelmed. You know, just take one thing at a time. If you have a crazy schedule like I do, I put everything onto the calendar. I have a method to my madness. I make sure I capture everything on that calendar. But at the same time, I make sure the window that I'm looking at is very small. So if something's happening two weeks from now, that's great. I'll check it later. But right now, I can only consume what's directly in front of me, which is this day or the next day that's on the line. Welcome to Star of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley. Our co-host today is Crystal Foth from fineartmom.com. Hey, Crystal. Hey, Jared. Thanks for having me. It is such a pleasure. Yeah, my pleasure. But even more awesome is we're fortunate today to speak with one of my favorite dads online, Jeff Stevens. Jeff is the mastermind behind the crazydadlife.com which is his website dedicated to all moms and dads trying to navigate their daily family chaos. Jeff's site provides helpful advice and stories most parents can relate to, as well as tools and strategies they can apply to their own daily routines as they face the struggles in balancing career and family life. It's a pleasure to have you, Jeff. We would be crazy to delay this interview any further. Welcome to the show. Hey, Jared. Hey, Crystal. How are you guys doing? Great. (laughs) Great to have you, Jeff. So, Jeff, you know this is coming. What is the best concert that you have ever been to? I'm going to go with Mary J. Blige. I didn't really go to concerts when I was younger, but my wife got me tickets to Mary J. Blige just recently. Um, She's one of my favorite artists going way back to the early 90s. So that was pretty cool to go see that concert finally. I didn't really see my first concert until, you know, I was probably in my mid-20s. We went and saw Luther Vandross. So it was kind of cool to see Luther before he passed on. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Mary J. Blige. Oh, good choices. All right, Jeff, let's go into blank versus blank, and we'll give you a couple of options if you'd be willing to pick one. Crystal, will you kick us off? I will. So first we have Fuel Band versus Fitbit. (laughs) I'm going to go with Fitbit because I don't know how much longer the Fuel Band is going to be around based on recent news. I don't know if you guys saw the news about Fuel Band going away or at least them firing all their developers. That could be a sign something's happening. Yeah, I think the iWatch is going to come out at some point. I think that Fuel Band technology or or component pieces are going to be included in that. So I think I'll go with Fitbit just for some staying power. (laughs) (laughs) I heard that discussion in your latest podcast, too. (laughs) (laughs) There's a method to our madness, right? (laughs) All right. Next blank versus blank. What's more fun for you in the kitchen? Star Wars in the kitchen versus food art? Oh, man, that's a tough one. I'm going to go with food art just because I like to do that for my daughters. I think it's a good way to get quality food into their diet. If you kind of dress it up and make it look like a character of some sort, of, you know, it adds their creativity. I know, Crystal, this kind of resonates with you as far mm-hmm. as the creative side. But instead of just yeah. making a sandwich and cutting it in half and throwing some chips there, why don't you make a some sort of a monster, make the chips the hair, put some carrots for the arms and legs. So things like that, they can kind of dress it up. It makes it cool for the kids. They get a little more excited about dinner or lunch or whatever it is. So I'm going to go with that, even though I do love Star Wars. <laughs> All right, Jeff, finish this sentence. Okay. Go ahead, Crystal. We have boosted Facebook posts are... boosted facebook posts are starting to win me over a little bit yeah and i think you heard this on one of my recent podcasts and that i the boosted posts i didn't get a lot of love from previously but the last one i did was pretty cool it helped out got some traffic to my website also got me some page likes so i the boosted post i recently did was good and i think it was based on the content really meaning something to the audience and as i mentioned in my podcast i think learning at least having that evidence that your audience somewhat grasps on to what that post is from the initial posting of it, then maybe you can boost it from that point forward. But if it's something that only you 
even though you think it's the greatest thing you've ever written, maybe other people don't think the same thing. So maybe you want to get some evidence first. <laughs> A little proof. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. All right. And the next one is the best healthy choice, Greek frozen yogurt, blank. I'm going with the frozen version. I've tried the regular Greek yogurt because I've heard it's healthier. So I said I'd try it out and it was pretty nasty, actually. But (laughs) (laughs) the frozen version is pretty good. I don't know. Maybe it tricks my mind into thinking it's just straight ice cream, but I can handle that stuff. It's pretty good. If you drowned it with honey, too, it tastes a lot better. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to have to try that. I'm actually, my daughters are getting more into honey recently. I don't know why. We didn't have honey in the house for probably years. And then just recently, I started doing the peanut butter and, and the honey sandwiches, and they've liked those a lot. Oh, good. good choice. If you ever watch the movie Snoopy Come Home, watch it by yourself. <laughs> because, especially if you're a grown man, because you don't want to sit there and cry in front of others. Because I don't know. That, that movie just killed me when I was a kid. I don't know what it was. I was sitting there watching it on the floor of my house and sitting there trying to hide my tears. I think I ultimately went to the bathroom. This is embarrassing to admit. <laughs> you know, Jeff, I love that about you, man. Snoopy, come home. Yeah, That's duly noted. It's a rough one. <laughs> I'm sorry. The only other one that I would add to that is Marley and Me, which based on the commercials and based on their promotion, you know, they had they showed the little dog walking beside the car and it was real funny and everything. So I took my daughter to it. I had no idea what the storyline was. And I took my (laughs) daughter to it. And oh, my God, you know, halfway to basically the whole ending of the movie is just rough. Right. And my oh, daughter yeah. sitting that, there all choked up. I'm like, this is terrible. This is a terrible father-daughter <laughs> date night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right, Jeff, my last finish this sentence. If I had two boys instead of two girls... I wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> I'm so aligned with girls now. I've talked about this on my blog before that if I go, if a friend of the family has a boy and we have to buy a birthday present for them and I go have to go buy it, I have no idea what to buy. I'll just wander aimlessly through the boy aisles, have no idea what to grab. So I've been so in tune with girls for so long and I've been so surrounded with girls that that's just all I know. So I don't know what I'd do with boys at this point. Yep. <laughs> and you can buy books. They're generic. Right. Buy books and any other right. generic toys that go both ways. Although I do for my daughters. I mean, there's no discrimination as far as the toys. I'll buy them trucks, you know, the RC cars, whatever it is. There's nothing that I'll keep away from them because it's a girl or a boy toy. Okay. So, Jeff, I have a question. What would a day in the life of Jeff Stevens be like? And how do you live with all this crazy insanity and chaos? Okay, so there really is no typical day. The craziness is that there is no typical day. What Mm -hmm. I have to do is I pretty much live by my Google Calendar. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I have my core hours at work where I have my day job. So I'll be there, you know, from eight to four or whatever it is based on whether I have to get in later or leave early based on other family commitments or whatever is going on. But it's every day is unique. And I use that calendar as the baseline for everything. So if it's not on that calendar, then it doesn't exist in my world. So I have Mm -hmm. to go out and see what's going on and go by that. But for the most part, I wake up, get the girls out to school, you know, pack the lunches, do everything that goes along with that. I go off to work. I have my 40 minute commute. You know, in the D.C. area, everybody pretty much has a 30 or 40 minute commute no matter where you work. Even if it's theoretically five minutes away from your house, you're still going to be in traffic for 30 minutes. <laughs> right. So I spend right. that 40 minutes really learning and by listening to podcasts. And that's I've really found that commute yeah. time to be invaluable as far as personal growth and just learning more stuff that's out there. It's just an awesome opportunity for people to pick up new things. So I spend that 40 minutes learning, listening to podcasts, et cetera go do my day job. And then after work, it's another 40 minutes, 30 minutes for the podcasts on the way home. 
And then it's just nonstop shuttling of kids to practices, whether it's track, whether it's soccer, dance practice, whatever is going on. It's just nonstop driving them around until like eight or nine, get home, do homework, dinner. And then probably later in the evening, I'll start to do anything of my own. <laughs> right. If you have any ounce of energy. Of, yeah, that's the flavor of the daily insanity. And I know yeah. I'm not the only one doing this. There's parents out there all over the place struggling with the same thing where every day it just seems so overwhelming. Right. I'm right there with you sometimes. Yep. <laughs> now, can you give us an overview of your book, Crazy Eight Tools Needed to Dominate Your Daily Chaos? Right. So Crazy Eight Tools is just a resource I wanted to put out there for other parents. These are tools that I use every single day in my life. Again, they're invaluable to accomplishing what I need to accomplish. So I wanted to share them out there. And the best thing about it is they're all free. So these mm-hmm. are free tools anybody can download and use. Obviously, there's upgrades you, you can add on, but they are the key tools that I use day in and day out to manage the insanity, whether it's like Google Calendar, as I mentioned, or Evernote is another huge one that I use just to capture mm-hmm. my ideas, everything I want to do for Crazy Dad Life and everything I want to do in my personal life. If there's things that I, it's a massive to-do list, your honey-do list that you have. Mm-hmm. All that stuff can be captured and accessible via various devices, whether it's my phone, whether it's my tablet, whatever it might be, I can always get to it. So it's just a set of tools that I wanted to put out there for people that really relate to the message of the Crazy Dad Life website to hopefully add to their arsenal for how they get through the day. We all need that arsenal of tools, that's for sure. Hey, Jeff, you recently wrote a post called The Six Unwritten Roles of Dads. Would you be willing to walk us through a few of the unwritten roles? Few of the unwritten rules. Now you're going to make me go look it up and see what I had. Unwritten rules. <laughs> and I know number three was mentioned in there. <laughs> yes, number three. God, I got to pull this up. Bear with me for a second. <laughs> I love it. All right, the six unwritten rules. So the ninja picture taker, that's pretty straightforward as far as, you know, my dad is an unbelievable ninja with his picture taking. He has no shame in his game. He'll jump in the middle of an aisle of a wedding and just start snapping away <laughs> pictures. He's laying on the floor <laughs> front. So, And I find myself doing the same thing there. Grocery store hooligan. Again, that's just making things fun. You don't have to take life so seriously. If you're in the grocery store, have a little fun with your kids. They get a kick out of it. You know, throw the bread into the cart, you know, do different games with them, whatever it might be. Just make it fun. It doesn't have to be all about business. I'm sure you play scooter cart too down the aisles. What is that like racing? Yeah. <laughs> yep, absolutely racing and you know popping wheelies. Of exactly. course they have to climb into the cart. <laughs> and my oldest and my youngest, they both climbed into the cart at Target. And again, they're 17 and 13. Climbed <laughs> into the cart and then they wanted me to take a picture, which obviously probably went onto their social media channel. Exactly. But yeah. Number three was Funk Doctor, which the stench of kids is unbelievable. And, you know, I talked about the diaper genie, but even now their soccer bags are lethal. It's unbelievable. The smell that comes from soccer bags. Punching bag, you know, that's a dad. You're just going to get climbed on. You're going to get punched and kicked. It's just part of your job. The noise whisperer, of course, is investigating any and every noise in your house. You know, whatever might make the noise or whatever people perceive to be a noise. You have to go handle. And again, I hear nothing. I don't know what's wrong with my ears, but I never hear these things. And then the final one was just judge, jury, and executioner, which is I have to kill anything that comes into my house that's not a human being. So if it's a mouse or if it's a bug, whatever bug it is, and my youngest will spot bugs. I have no idea how she does it. She has these unbelievable senses where she'll spot the tiniest bug at the very peak of the ceiling. Of course, it's the hardest place to get to. And it has to be dealt with immediately. So those are the six unwritten roles that I wrote about recently for dads. And I think a lot of dads felt the same way with this because it caught on. Those are awesome. 
So Jeff, do you mix your day job and online job? Are your supervisors aware and supportive of what you do on the side? My supervisors are not aware, but it's not like I'm hiding it. I mean, if you go out and Google my name, at some point Mm -hmm. you'll come across it. If you look at podcasts, they'll see it. I might have mentioned some of the pieces to it. But yeah, I do some things at at work, mostly during lunch. Before I start up, I have a couple computers running all the time. So I'm able to do the multitask, do stuff for work, but also keep it up and kind of keep track of what's going on as well. So in little breaks here and there, I'll take a look at what's going on from the social media standpoint. But other than that, a lot of it's done at night after the kids go to bed. I'm more of a night person, so I'll stay up pretty late. I'll drag in the morning, but as long as I got my coffee, that'll get me back on track. Right. Uh, but yeah, a lot of it happens at night. And that's the thing that I try to relay to other parents. Everybody has the same 24 hours. A lot of us parents are going through the same issues. So it, it's really how you use those 24 hours. I don't watch TV like I used to watch. There's a lot of shows I used to watch, but I just don't watch TV as much. So people will waste their time watching just ridiculous shows. And I even catch my daughters doing it sometimes. I'm like, why are you watching that? It's just terrible. Right. So if they just stop watching some of that crap that's on TV, start investing in themselves a little bit and start doing something that they're passionate about, then it's very easy to do. So I'll stay up pretty late and wake up pretty early. But I mean, everybody has the same 24 hours, as I mentioned. I'm right there with you. Jeff, what compelled you to dive into the online world, having a day job and being a parent? And what are you doing? Why are you taking on something more with an already crazy life? Right. So I started the blog and the website just as something to do kind of to document things going on in my life and also to share with other parents and dads, especially that, you know, you, you can make it through this insanity, especially as almost in preparation for those kids like like Jared, you got a younger daughter and Crystal, you have a younger daughter, right? Five years mm-hmm. old, I believe. She's um, six now. <laughs> six now. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So you're getting to that point you know, when they get to like seven, nine, that age, then it really ramps up as far as the activity. And, and like I mentioned, the driving around to various practices, all the stuff that's going on, it can be overwhelming. So I wanted to provide as a dad coming out from the other side of it with a 17 year old and now a 13 year old, some tips and techniques of how to get through that craziness of the teen years and the tween years and how to deal with it. So any knowledge that I could share, I'm not telling people how to do things. I'm not a parenting expert. I don't claim mm-hmm. to be. I'm just a dad that's gone through the war and I'm trying to share anything that I learned along the way to to try and help. And that goes to those tools and, and any other techniques that I provide. So I got engaged to do that. But I'm also passionate about people recording their legacy for parents, especially the things that you can capture. If you start a blog, even if it's not for a business or it's nothing like that, if you just want to start capturing your family history, it's just so powerful. I mean, years from now, I'll be able to go back and revisit things that occurred in my children's lives when they were 13, 14 years old and get the minutia, the the very small details of that particular event that happened. So just having the ability to capture that information and store it in this online blog is just so powerful. I mean, I can't imagine what it would be like to go back and read what my grandparents thought at particular points or my parents thought or things that happened in our daily lives that may have been, you know, a minor blip on the overall timeline of your life. But having the ability to go revisit it in those details of that day is just powerful. I mean, for instance, there's a post on my website about one of the the little crabs that fell down the drain of my daughter's sink. And I spent the night mm-hmm. trying to rescue that hermit crab, trying to rescue that stupid hermit crab. It was stuck down in a little trap area. So I'm sitting there with a hanger 
I had to disconnect the sink parts to try and do this all because my daughter, you know, wanted this hermit crab for some reason, who was probably going to die two weeks from then anyway. But all the details of that night have now been captured in this blog post and I'll be able to go back and revisit it or they'll be able to go back and revisit it 20 years from now, 10, 15 years from now. They'll go back and look and say, oh, I remember that night. That's just so funny. I remember that. But otherwise, I'd be completely lost. I mean, right now, all we have is photo albums. Yeah. Or social media that we don't own. You know, we don't know where we put this information and then someday it goes away. That was part of the reasons for me even starting my own blog, too, is I felt the same way. As long as I keep up my hosting bill, it's going to live there forever. That's right. Absolutely right. Mm -hmm. So that's why I really got into the online world. And then just the community engagement. It's amazing being able to engage with people from all over the world. There's really a borderless society now where you can go out and get in touch and collaborate with people regardless of where they are. I mean, Mm -hmm. just the fact that I'm talking to you two guys is just amazing. You know, (laughs) I mean, you connect with these great people and it really helps you get through your day. It helps you with whatever goals you might have. So just that online community has been amazing. I agree. Now, Jeff, can you tell me which conferences have you attended? Um, It's funny because most of my conferences have been related to my day job. So I'll go to those terribly exciting government contract (laughs) conferences. And yes, (laughs) although I used to go to like Card Tech, Secure Tech, which was a big smart card and security conference that was in Vegas. That was pretty cool, especially because the smart card vendors, they throw some awesome parties. Most of them are French. So they I don't know, maybe it's because they're French, but they throw some cool parties. Lots Uh, of champagne. Right. Lots of champagne. (laughs) They. And then recently, I just went to the New Media Expo, which was just awesome. I'll definitely be going back to that. That's why I actually got to meet Jared in person there. We sat next to each other during a session with Lewis Howes and uh, Chris Brogan, so that was cool. We were kind of squished up in there. It was tight. (laughs) (laughs) I never felt so close to you. Right. Right. So that, that was a great conference, New Media Expo. And then, of course... I have to plug the podcast movement conference, which I would love to be going to. I'm very disappointed I'm not going to be able to go to that because my daughter will actually be, she's attending a Joffrey Jazz Intensive in New York for three weeks. And that's the culmination of the intensive. They have a performance on that Friday night. So I don't think I'm going to be able to make it down to the podcast movement. But that's another great one I would go to. But I'm definitely looking at other conferences out there Mm -hmm. because I think it is good to invest in yourself and to take that leap to attend these conferences, network with these people in person. I think it just adds another level to it. You can hide behind your keyboard for a while, but you really got to get out there and do the old school interaction with people. Yeah, very true. What would you recommend for a first time conference goer? First time conference goer in this space, in the social media and online Mm -hmm. world, I would say New Media Expo because it does cover the blogging side. It covers the business side of it. It covers the podcast side of it. It kind of gives a full full view of everything and really has a lot of the leading minds there as well. So the the conference was great. I definitely recommend that one. Cool. I'm planning on it next year. All right, Jeff, was there ever an instance when you felt like you were not doing enough as a dad or you felt like you're being too hard on yourself? If so, how'd you overcome that? And then what advice do you have for dads who might be feeling this way right now? I think there's times where if you are struggling with trying to keep multiple things in play and you cannot succeed in what you think you can succeed in, like there's been times where, for instance, I was trying to, one of my oldest daughter had an opportunity to go to a track meet in New York. At the same time, she had a conflict with her dance company. So as a dad, you want to try to be able to balance this and make everything work, right? They see you as Superman. They call you Superman, so you're supposed to be able to make everything happen. This was a time where I failed in that, the ability to make both things happen. She had to miss the actual track meet in New York, although I did do as much as I could in that I allowed her to go to the track meet the first night. 
And then I went up there like at one in the morning or whatever to pick her up to bring her back to the Virginia area so she could be at the dance company too, at the dance contest. So it's tough when you can't get everything done that you want to get done, but you just have to realize that as long as you explain to your kids what the process is and that there just is times where you're not going to be able to do everything that you want to do. So that's just one situation where I found myself kind of disappointed in the fact that I was not able to play that role of Superman like I always have been able to. So you will come into those situations where you just cannot do what you want to do or what your kids expect. And as long as you tell them and you're honest with them what's going on and you include them in the conversation, then I think everything will work out fine. And it did. She was fine with everything. It took, you know, some days of depression from her side. But as long as I explained everything that was going on and why, and that there would be future opportunities and not to worry about it too much, then everything works out. Cool. Now, Jeff, what's the best family vacation you've ever taken? Best family vacation, I'll say, well, first we don't take a lot of family vacations, which I don't know why. Actually, I do know why that's been the case, because most of the time our family vacations are wrapped up in some event, like it's a dance thing or it's a track nationals, whatever it might be. It's usually wrapped around some other event. Mm-hmm. Just last year, though, we did get to go to Orlando for you know Disney World, that whole thing. So that was cool. We went to Discovery Cove, which was really nice. I recommend anybody going to Orlando, go check out Discovery Cove. You just get a full day. It's like a resort. You get wow. to swim with the dolphins. You get to go into the, you know scuba diving, etc. It's really cool. Uh, but that cool. was nice to go down to Orlando. We took the auto train down just as a new experience. My wife doesn't like to fly, mm-hmm. and I didn't really want to drive to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so we hopped on the auto train that goes from Virginia straight down to Florida. It was kind of cool. It was kind of a step back in history, something that your kids can say they did. They took the train. How many kids actually take a train nowadays? So it was right. kind of cool to take the train down. That was nice just to go down for a family vacation down to Orlando. Cool. Very good. Hey, Jeff, what's the goal or what's the future of Crazy Dad Life? I think the future of Crazy Dad Life is just to continue to provide content and value to other dads and moms out there that are struggling with their daily chaos. I want to engage the community as much as possible and have it be a community. I don't want to always just be the one providing content. So anything that I can do to build the audience and build the engagement, and that's really why I like the Facebook side of it, is that there is the ability for people to jump in the conversation that may not be so familiar with blogs or in that world. And that's really why I wanted to reach out to my audience via podcasting on Facebook to expand that audience to the people that aren't as technologically savvy as the audience we typically speak to when we're in the blog world or like the new media expo crew there's a lot of people out there that have no idea what this stuff is and they have no idea how to do it or how to even engage so as much as i can get these people engaged and also another big thing for me is to teach them the value of it and why they should get engaged with this stuff you know i've had some podcasts and some posts about what is the importance of getting online you know it's just the way things are now you have to be up to speed on the latest technology you want to maintain your marketability for your career you know you don't want to be the dinosaur in the office you want to know what's going on with this new technology Um, So everything I can do to be an advocate for parents getting engaged online, as well as managing their daily chaos, that's just the goal of the website at this point. Just building out the podcast, continuing to grow the audience, at some point, maybe publishing a book. So we'll see where it goes from here. Cool. 
The good thing is that the topic will go on for years. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. It's a never-ending job. Right. And this is important. Anybody that wants to build a parenting blog, when you create your vision or your, if you think about how you're going to do this in 10 years, you know, you don't want to label it like the terrible twos blog or something like that, because it's over after a certain period of time. So, I mean, my intent with the Crazy Dad Life is to continue it on and to, you know, there's various phases a dad goes through over the course of their kids' lives. You know, at some point, unfortunately, my daughters will get married, I guess, maybe. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I let them date or, you know, if they ever get to that point. So I go through the marriage piece and there's going to be a piece coming up in a year or so when my oldest leaves the house to go to college. I mean, I'm struggling with that already. So I don't know. I'm going to be an emotional mess when she finally goes out the door. So there's all these things throughout our lives can be part of this journey and anything I can share, I'm hoping will be valuable. And I think other parents connect with that. So it's great to share with other parents too. I know I appreciate it. Thank you. And I get it back too. So everything that I put out there, I'm also getting it back tenfold from the community. And there's so much good content out there, things that are going on that inspire me all over the place. It's great. So Jeff, who is doing something that interests you? I like what you're doing, Jared, actually. I I love the start of the doubts concept of people getting over their doubts. I like how you are interviewing all kinds of people. And it's not the same people that are on every other podcast in this space. So I really like what you're doing as far as getting the word out there that people can do and accomplish things that they may not think or have belief in themselves. I really like what you're doing. Wow, Jeff. How much do you? (laughs) (laughs) No, and especially because you're a dad too, right? So you're in the same boat as that's why you really resonate with me as far as your message, because you're, you know, I know how much it takes for you to be there for your kids and then also do this thing that you're trying to do on the side. So it's huge. It could be exhausting. Yes. (laughs) You both inspire me every day. Well worth it though. (laughs) Jeff, what is the best place for listeners to connect with you online? The best place is, you know, obviously the home base of crazydadlife.com. I'm also on Twitter all the time at crazydadlife. Make it easy. You can always send me an email, Jeff Stevens at Crazy Dad Life. And then obviously I got the podcast up and running. So subscriptions to the podcast would be awesome. Um, and then Facebook, if you go to facebook.com slash crazy dad life, you can find the community there as well. Cool. Jeff, do you have any final thoughts for the listeners? Just to uh, be tenacious. As a parent, just continue to drive forward. Don't let things get to you. Don't become depressed. Don't become overwhelmed. You know, just take one thing at a time. If you have a crazy schedule like I do, I put everything onto the calendar. I have a method to my madness. I make sure I capture everything on that calendar. But at the same time, I make sure the window that I'm looking at is very small. So if something's happening two weeks from now, that's great. I'll check it later. But right now, I can only consume what's directly in front of me, which is this day or the next day that's on the line. So, you know, I talk about this in one of my other podcasts. Be stubborn in your approach. Continue to push forward. Be tenacious. Don't let it beat you. And just always be engaged with your kids. That's the most important thing. If it's homework, whatever it is, it's so valuable for you to sit down and help out your kids. Don't just go home and sit down and watch your TV shows and let your kids do whatever they're doing. Sit down, engage with them, teach them everything you're doing. Just be there for your kids and then everything else will fall into place. Well said. Thanks, Jeff. I know my daughter is waiting for this podcast episode, too. Oh, sweet. (laughs) We listen together. (laughs) Awesome. Hopefully that's not going to be a harsh grade on your husband. (laughs) 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 All right, Jeff. Hey, best wishes to you and everything you're doing with CrazyDadLife.com. And I personally, selfishly, am looking forward to the Crazy Dad Life book. So I don't know when that's coming, but yeah, man. Thank you, guys. This is awesome. I really appreciate the opportunity. This 
episode of Star of the Doubts is brought to you by Carrie Oberbrunner Igniting Souls. You can get your free training and become a soul on fire over at carrieoberbrunner.com slash star the doubts. Everybody has the same 24 hours. A lot of us parents are going through the same issues. So it's really how you use those 24 hours. I don't watch TV like I used to watch. There's a lot of shows I used to watch, but I just don't watch TV as much. So people will waste their time watching just ridiculous shows. I even catch my daughters doing it sometimes. I'm like, why are you watching that? It's just terrible. So if they just stop watching some of that crap that's on TV, start investing in themselves a little bit and start doing something that they're passionate about, then it's very easy to do. 